Welcome to Weird Sisters. I'm Al. And I'm Becca. This is a true crime podcast by two sisters. And while it is true crime, there will be humour and chat throughout it, and we will express our opinions. We'll do our best to be sensitive, given the material, and never intentionally be disrespectful or incorrect about facts. Hopefully you enjoy the episode. Hello. Hello. We're still recording straight off the back of um, last week because we're away on holiday soon. So. Yep. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're still upstairs in the sweltering bedroom. Yes, we are. And uh... Middle child is playing with Barbies downstairs and we occasionally just hear this, they're dying! So yeah. yeah, if you hear that, it's just Barbies. Mm-hmm. She's definitely a future true crime fanatic. Yes. Like, she's already into it. She listens to some of the less, like, gory gruesome yeah. episodes like she likes the like um uh national parks after dark some of the more appropriate yeah on that that are more like survival ones where they kind of got lost yeah, in the wilderness exactly. and stuff she loves it yeah oh but yeah so today it is one of my episodes um yep it is gonna one be one of three yeah it is a three-parter <laughs> um i haven't finish i haven't started on part three yet but i've definitely got part one and two wow um yeah there was there's just so much i wanted to talk about and sort of tell the story fully or as fully as possible i'm intrigued because becca's been refusing to tell me what this case is yeah just because there's like a little little piece of it that is just kind of a freaky coincidence i'm fascinated yeah so we will uh crack on i mean all of you guys will you might not know you know it but you'll already know it because you've clicked on the episode um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but currently l has no idea no. So, so yeah today i'm going to focus on yeah another outdoorsy case Ooh. um but unlike the grizzly man this one does contain a murder okay um in fact it nearly contained a double murder um, it would have contained a double murder if the homophobic piece of shit carrying out the crime in the wilderness of the Appalachian Trail had succeeded in their plan. Um, but thankfully for Claudia Brenner, in many senses, I mean, the, her life, a bit like Mary Vincent, it was oh! not... Um, but yeah, he fucked up and she lived. But tragically, the same cannot be said for her girlfriend of the time, Rebecca White. <laughs> yeah reincarnated yep i heard that and with like i heard it get mentioned on a national park after dark episode and i was like hang on what because you just <laughs> suddenly heard them say my name did you say you were going to the appalachian trail for your no honeymoon? no i was gonna say stay away <laughs> yeah so yeah the murdered victim sadly of the case has the same name as me <laughs> uh and it has made researching this pretty eerie yeah um yeah it's been very weird um and i don't know it's kind of also made the case and like the victims remind me like a lot of the actual humans behind every case we cover um i think it can be really easy to get caught up in just like telling the story going down the rabbit hole after details you kind of forget that every situation is one that someone has genuinely lived through um so yeah well yeah (laughs) but they've lived through the events regardless and yeah reading my name hearing my name at every point has like really just yeah it reminded me that like every name of every victim was a person like it might seem obvious but it's just really made that it's a bit like when you go when we went to um auschwitz Mm. and you know the 
toll and how much human life was lost yeah but then seeing those giant books with how little the names were and how many there were yeah hits it home to you in a way that it never could yeah exactly yeah um so yeah um onto the case really um claudia and rebecca had met each other at a women's week committee meeting in yeah like a women's weekly not a week women's no yeah week w-e-e-k yeah um in 1985 at virginia tech university oh god you literally could be reincarnated yeah i know it's weird um uh yeah claudia was studying in a graduate program for architecture uh, yeah i know and she was looking like to meet other lesbians and feminists um because she was gay um that's really cool especially back then that would have been even more of a male dominated mm-hmm. field than it is even nowadays yeah exactly yeah god good for her i know um claudia was new to blacksburg virginia uh she'd moved from ithaca in new york to study and at the same time that she moved, she'd broken up with her girlfriend, uh, Anne. Um, remember her name? Like, she comes up again. Okay. Um, but yeah, they'd been together nine years. Um, wow. That breakup had been, from the sounds of it, like, quite painful and protracted. It was, Ooh. like, drawn out um, and made sort of more complicated, I guess, by the fact that Anne had a daughter, Satya, who'd been five when oh, they met. Oh, that would be really... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pretty much the majority of my details I get for this case are from Claudia's own book, Eight Bullets, One Woman's um, Journey to Survival. So, yeah, um, I kind of felt like, really, what better place to get all the information than from the person who went through it? So a lot of the information is from her book. Um, So, yeah, she just had a really um, kind of, grim breakup and moved to a totally new place um and rebecca at the time of their meeting was a graduate from the university and she sold linen service across parts of virginia so i didn't know what that meant i can see by she does laundry for people kind of um your face is as confused as i felt (laughs) yeah i looked it up and it's essentially like where a company owns all the linens that a business like a hotel would use so okay. like uniforms towels tablecloths yeah and they like rent them to the business and okay. then they like take them away for cleaning and give them new ones and yeah yeah so because i was just like what is linen service <laughs> like so yeah she did that um rebecca was born on the 17th of october 1959 uh, and she was dark skinned with dark hair as well and dark eyes um, her mother was from Puerto Rico, and her father was mixed heritage from Iran and Europe. Oh, wow. Yeah, so really sort of interesting parents from the sounds yeah. of it as well. Um, and Rebecca had what Claudia describes as a high-energy personality. <laughs> um, uh, Claudia found Rebecca really attractive, but that was like as far as her thoughts went because okay. um, Rebecca was in a long-term relationship with a man who she actually also lived with. Ah. Yeah, so Claudia just presumed Rebecca was totally heterosexual and, like, dismissed her as anything other than a friendship opportunity. Um, 
So, yeah. So Claudia was kind of, I suppose, not like openly gay at that point like as openly in a way as you could be back then yeah um and yeah she assumed that rebecca was heterosexual so she was just like okay she's just she could be a friend but didn't really think any more about her i suppose she's understandable she's saying because she's got a guy that she's living with Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um there were points as their general spheres collided now and again that like looking back may have been rebecca trying to get claudia's attention though um, rebecca would volunteer to help claudia when transport for like events was needed um, i love that it's just like looking for an excuse to spend time yeah. together <laughs> yeah definitely like it's what me and josh did when we started like, exactly. before we started dating yeah that's so sweet i know and like she sent her a postcard when she was on holiday which, oh come on yeah which claudia was like that's weird i didn't realize we were like close enough for that kind of thing do you remember so, when josh sent the um picture to me when he was on holiday yes and you're just like he likes you i'm just like yep no it's just being a friend yeah talking about like yeah <laughs> christmas trees and things yeah. and like <laughs> why would i want you to come around and just decorate my tree and then go <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, that was me telling him that oh. I would come and decorate his tree because oh. he does it too late. <laughs> oh, okay, it was the other way around. He didn't realise that that meant I liked him. <laughs> uh, um, and also, yeah, Rebecca invited Claudia to her house um, alongside three other lesbians for a dinner party once as well. That, that's a bit of like saying, look, I may be part of the club. Yeah, like I'm interested in you. Look at me with all these other gay people yeah. and you and... <laughs> Yeah. Um, (laughs) Scheduling conflicts, though, over, like, the next year or so prevented them seeing each other much. That's horrible. Yeah. um, Claudia couldn't make the weekly committee meetings and stuff. Um, And, yeah, she was oblivious to Rebecca's interest (laughs) anyway. Um, In 1987, so two years after they met... Year Osborne. Yeah. (laughs) Claudia (laughs) became aware of the fact that Rebecca and her boyfriend had split up. Yeah, and they began to share like a social circle for certain things like going out and stuff. I know. Um, uh, Claudia comments in her book that she realised they were both actually interested in the other. So she went to like a mutual friend for um, like advice. (laughs) Uh, She felt kind of hesitant to be too forward in case she was misreading things. That is complicated in those sort of not especially back then, sort of unconventional relationships. Um, Claudia was, like, concerned it was an experiment for Rebecca to just, like, explore her sexuality after a breakup. Yeah. And so she demanded to know whether (laughs) Rebecca was genuinely open to a lesbian relationship, like, from her friend. (laughs) All the while being totally unaware that Rebecca had already confided her feelings in the exact same friend. Yeah, I just thought it was a beautiful love story, and then I'm just like, oh no, but But, Rebecca dies. Yep. So they kind of got nudged together by the friend who didn't want (laughs) to say too much, but yeah. Um... After spring break, it's like they were at university. They're so like, oh, yeah. yeah. The uh, Rebecca had finished uni. Yeah. yeah. Claudia decided to be bold and invited Rebecca to a film uh, on one Saturday. And Rebecca was already going to the cinema that day. 
but she like juggled everything so she could also go with Claudia. Aww. Yeah, and that like confirmed to her that she must be interested because like <laughs> why would she go to a film twice in one exactly. night? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um so they began dating and like fitting into each other's lives. Um Anne, the person that uh, Claudia had broken up with previously. Yeah. Uh, and her daughter Satya, they were still like quite central in Claudia's life. Yeah. So, uh, but Rebecca like it doesn't sound like she was bothered by that. Um, and Claudia felt just really hopeful for their relationship. Um, it continued growing, but like just in a really lovely, laid back manner. Just, yeah, just seeing yeah. where it went. No kind of pressure on it. Um, Claudia then accepted a role working in Israel. That's a big move. Yeah, it is. But they actually seemed to make long distance work like they've planned in regular like regular as possible like reunions and trips and i could not do long distance yeah no long distance sucks yeah I'm but really yeah um then claudia does tell us in her book that rebecca was at times finding coming out as a lesbian quite hard at points though yeah um, she found like other people's homophobia hard to deal with. Aww. Yeah, and so people while suck, like there's no reason to be homophobic. That's I know. If you're being a cunt. Yeah, let people live their lives. And... Like seriously, like I don't see why anybody gives a shit what other people do and how they feel unless it's America. Hard. Yeah, unless it's hurting somebody. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, but um. For a few months while Claudia was in Israel, Rebecca actually had an affair with a man called Tony. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Rebecca, what are you doing? Yeah. Claudia was obviously really hurt by that. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I'm guessing they're still long distance. Like, the, that, how would you trust? Yeah. Oh. I think she found out about it when she came home from the, like, Ooh. moved back from the trip. Um, but, yeah, she says that she just, she knew she loved her and wanted to try and work past it, which is, yeah. And they actually, like, properly discussed the situation together. Yeah. And Claudia says Rebecca was, like, a really reflective person. Yeah. And very, like, honest about her feelings once she'd reflected on things. And she just felt that the affair was, like, a response to insecurity within her new life. And so they just kind of shelved it. They moved past it. Okay. Yeah, which is really, really incredible to be able to do that and both genuinely just move on from that. And yeah, especially Claudia's are worried that she was experimenting with her sexuality and then she has an effect with a guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's got to really rock that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Claudia moved back from Israel and she was waiting to enrol again at Virginia Tech uh, whilst Rebecca had begun studying a doctoral programme in organisational development. That just yeah, wordy. I like, know. Is she a super organizer i don't know yeah that was at penn state university which i don't know tons about no. but like i'm pretty sure that's a pretty good I've university definitely heard of it, and surely to have heard of it over here it's got to be a pretty yeah good one. um and it was at this point in 1988 uh where claudia was 31 and rebecca was 28 um as rebecca neared the end of writing her dissertation or thesis as they call it in the US uh, <laughs> that she and Claudia decided to plan a hiking trip together along part of the I Appalachian Trail that. in May yeah but I don't love what happened no but, oh yeah. I just getting away from it all hiking. yeah see also again makes me feel weird 
she has my name. Yeah. She loves hiking. Yeah. She was doing a, like, master's. Yeah. Age 28, which is what I did. Yeah. And Troy and I went on a hiking holiday last year. Yeah. Whilst I was 28, in the midst of finishing off my master's. Yeah. It's like, the The similarities similarities are are eerie. Yeah. I Um, can't wait to do, me and Josh want to do the, um... South Wales coastline. That's Ooh, gonna be amazing. Oh, that'd be so good. We got two sleeping bags in. Um, I think it was Little we saw mm-hmm. them, or Aldi, and because normally we've got like our big thick double oh, sleeping yeah. bag, and we're just like we can't lug that around. Yeah, those. they've got two really lightweight, like you know the mummy style mm-hmm. ones, but they zip together. Oh my god, that's so funny because that's what Claudia and Rebecca had on their camping trip. Oh my god, no. <laughs> yeah, Rebecca had a half of a double pair of sleeping bags that would zip together that she had had with her ex-boyfriend. Oh, oh my God. And, th- and then they found that Claudia's sleeping bag no. fitted it. Oh, my God. I know. That's so meant to be. Yeah. Because, oh. like, Claudia was trying to ask around to borrow somebody's sleeping bag so that they'd fit. And then she just found, like, a day or two before they went that hers actually did. Oh, my God. I know. So sweet. That really is. Yeah. Um... But yeah, they planned to meet on Thursday the 12th of May near a location called like Birch Run Shelters. Okay. Um, and they were starting there because it was roughly halfway between both their starting locations. Ah, cool. So they were going to park the car, camp, hike for the next day, go back to the car on the Saturday so they could drive to DC for Rebecca's sister's birthday party, then drive back to the Appalachian Trail on the Sunday camp and hike for another day and then both go home on monday the 16th oh, so you think they weren't like spending ages out there no hiking? it was just a short little trip that's mm. devastating yeah um the whole drive down to the meeting place was a nightmare for claudia um where she kept wondering if she was going to make it which again mm-hmm. like hindsight is hard thinking like ugh, she said like she kind of at points would be thinking like if only my truck hadn't made it like yeah um yeah her truck kept threatening to overheat and she found the only way to keep it cool enough to limp along which sounds awful was by keeping both her heating and fan on like the top setting oh yeah so she was like really stressed and also just like roasting the engine down just enough by roasting herself yep basically give me all your heat yeah in just like may in like oh no so yeah um claudia also got lost at one point yeah so she arrived like later than she'd planned to um and actually i think she said rebecca's car was sort of messing up a bit as well oh no yeah i know universe if you are going to intervene in people's lives do it properly exactly yeah not these half measures yeah but actually put a stop to shit exactly um but yeah once they were together like it wasn't the best start but once they were together it was just like everything was okay again um, by about 6pm, the women had like unpacked their rucksacks, got everything they needed packed up, and set off south along the trail. Um, they walked for a little while, crossing over a stream at one point, and just like wandering through the trees. Aww. Yeah. They reached their campsite and set up their tents. Um, it was a really big site, with several like small lean-tos and okay. a toilet. Um, and they camped, like, within the site, but out of the way. They weren't openly visible within the campsite. Okay. Um, and both women thought they were entirely alone as they pitched camp and cooked their dinner. 
that's horrible yeah I'm betting they weren't yeah I don't know at this point in time I think they were okay but yeah um I don't know what they ate uh but I think it was some sort of meat because Claudia says she had a stomach ache from eating meat for the rest of the evening oh I yeah. know <laughs> Blazer. so they went to bed like early oh uh, I know a bit of a downer on the evening yeah and then they slept in the next morning um, the next morning, they had a really lazy start. Uh, they like went and washed at the Hopefully nearby stream. Claudia was feeling better. Yeah, <laughs> they just were like lazing about, boiling water for coffee, um, and still believing themselves to be completely alone. So the two women didn't bother dressing. Um, instead, it was like warm, sunny, secluded, and they were comfortable enough being like naked. Okay. So, yeah, which I personally wouldn't ever feel comfortable doing camping. No, because but... I'd worry that well we were possibly secluded at that moment what if a hiker or something yeah exactly and just i to me being like naked out in nature is not comfortable (laughs) it's hot it's prickly there are bugs it's like (laughs) um pajamas i can understand we've all done that on camping where you get up you're still just in like your pajamas you're having a coffee and it's like one of the best mornings ever yeah but yeah they were they were comfortable being totally naked imagine if you're cooking bacon and you're completely nude yeah (laughs) oh my god um Rebecca, uh, still naked except for some trainers, uh, went off to use the loo. And then... This is... Oh, dear me. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, she lo- was looking to see if there was a logbook or, like, guestbook to have a read-through. Okay. Um, just because she really liked that about campsites where you could read, yeah. like, what other people had put down. and Yeah. Um, and on her return, she was really uncomfortable. Uh, she told Claudia that they should get dressed because they weren't, in fact, alone. Oh. Yeah. Rebecca told Claudia that she felt really embarrassed because she'd come upon another camper further into the campsite. Yeah. Um, who was a man, um, who, like, when she noticed him, this is really weird, she spotted, he was, like, watching her and had an erection. Oh, Which no. is just gross. It's, Fucking control yourself. Yeah. Just nasty. There. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a voyeuristic person. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yep. Because, um, like, even if you can't control that, fair enough, then, like, control yourself and just, Move like... Move away. Leave. Yeah. Stop looking. Turn around or something. Like, I... Excuse yeah, yourself. Fine, okay. If you've got a voyeuristic fetish, fine. Mm. But you need to be finding someone that you can sort of do that with with their consent yeah. and permission don't like be showing all that off to poor innocent strangers that haven't asked for it yeah no. uh, but he asked her if she had any cigarettes and like she was well he's got an erection yep <laughs> i know what? fucking creepy what yeah wow i know she told him she didn't and thankfully for her that was the end of their interaction um, she like described him as creepy and said he was the kind of guy who would come into the woods because he had nothing better to do. Oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, picture them. Yeah, <laughs> like she sounds like she had such a good personality. I love um, that. Yeah, <laughs> but understandably, it put like a total dampener on the morning. Yeah. Yeah, they both got dressed, but they weren't, like, inherently freaked out beyond just thinking he was a bit pervy. Oh, a bit of a creep. Yeah, and just, he was, it was inconvenient, but whatever. Yeah. Um, they still took the time to make coffee and porridge and to just chat and have fun. 
Um, Rebecca didn't like porridge, really. <laughs> so she was like sweetening it with loads of raisins. Um, I hate raisins. Yeah, you would they sweeten it? Yeah. It's <laughs> got tons of golden syrup or honey. Mm. Well, Claudia was saying like Anne would always put loads of maple syrup on yeah. hers, which she didn't like. Um, but yeah, personally, I go for like chocolate porridge. That is my go-to. Ew. No, it's so tasty. No, put like chocolate, hot chocolate powder into porridge and it's so good. I can't have a lot of hot chocolate powder because it has soya in it, a lot of that. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. But I love apple and blueberry porridge or like proper like old school, like mum would do. Yeah. With golden porridge with golden syrup and then milk poured around the edges. Yes. Oh, now I just really want porridge. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, they were just like messing about, having a giggle, and the man seemed to be keeping his distance like satisfactorily. Good. Um, he was sitting in the main lean-to in like grey tracksuit bottoms or like sweatpants. Okay. Um, seemingly just kind of minding his own business. Yeah. Um, but definitely, understandably, the two women decided they didn't want to stay at the campsite another night. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. So they struck camp and headed off on the trail again. Um, And Claudia remembers that they exchanged, like, polite goodbyes as they left. They called out, like, see you later to each other. Um, But Claudia and Rebecca clearly had no expectation of seeing the man later. It was just a tragic and accidental case of foreshadowing. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. But... Their day continued more or less as they anticipated. They had a really nice day. Um, They had to get their map out about half an hour after leaving, though. Okay. Uh, Rebecca had wanted to explore a section off of the main route called the Rocky Knob Trail. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry if I saw a place called that. Yes. Yeah, you have to go. What it's about? (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's like a loop off the main trail. (laughs) So, yes, the Rocky Knob Trail. and they were like consulting the map and whilst they were doing that they were exchanging some like physical affection kissing stuff like that yeah yeah and then normal shit yep and again thinking we're just off on this hike we're by ourselves um i mean i'd do that even if people were well yeah <laughs> i think rebecca wasn't as comfortable yeah. with like the public affection yeah um but yeah as they were finishing looking and were like putting the map away no reason to murder someone because they're being physically affectionate exactly yeah they had a sarcastic male voice behind them asking you're lost already oh my god i would literally throat punch him yep the man from the campsite was about 30 feet away from them i'd be like i may be fucking lost at least i'm not a creepy disgusting lover oh it gets worse he was staring at them with a rifle slung over his shoulder. Holy fuck. Yep. And Claudia remembers thinking it was really weird because he hadn't seemed like he was planning to leave the campsite and to be like that close behind them was he odd. as soon as they left Yeah, basically. Just... Oh. Yeah. But again, she doesn't remember thinking much else about it other than just like wanting him to fuck More off. wanker. Yeah. yeah. So they replied, no, are you? And walked off. I love that. (laughs) Yes. 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 (laughs) Yep. And as far as they knew, like when he, when they turned onto the Rocky Knob Trail, he like carried straight on. But it's just so good. Like, no, are you? Like, oh, this hurts my heart because. Yeah, I know. And and it's really horrible. Like the women were sufficiently creeped out that they kept checking behind them now as they went yeah. along. 
Um, but they really did seem alone now. They carried on up the steep trail, working their way to a ridge with a really nice view from the top. Yeah. Um, this was on the eastern side of the trail, and there was a steep drop-off with, like, a beautiful view of the valley. Oh. I know. To me, I'm no, like, mm. No. <laughs> yeah. Don't do heights. <laughs> yeah. All of the, like, hikes that Troy and I keep looking at in the national parks for our honeymoon, I'm like, I'll do that one because it's on the ground. I'm not doing that one because <laughs> you have to go, like, properly hiking onto the mountains. Yeah. Like, everywhere in America on these national so parks. mountains. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's, like really high up and like oh there's a path but there aren't railings and we're not used to mountains or anything above a hill no <laughs> yeah that's the thing oh and people like do some of these trails with kids and i'm like wow no yeah what we're wanting to do one hike up to scout lookout okay. in um zion that's like yeah. The first part of the Angels Landing one. Oh, that, that you Angels like, Landing looks yeah. Creepy. That you stop just before the tra- the chain section starts. Yeah. So it's like you've got proper paths and yeah. And it was like, oh, you know, the person's blog I was reading about it. They were like, oh, we did it with um, an eighteen month old and like a something else. <gasps> oh. We were like, it's fine for kids if you can be certain they'll listen or can carry them. Yeah, like, eighteen months. I mean, to be fair, because <laughs> like, I was looking at pictures of the path because I was like. I need to actually see what it yeah. looks like. And I mean, the path, lo- it's like a proper path. It looks, a, I don't know, like a couple of metres wide. It's like a proper good okay. one. But then it's got, like, no Ooh. railings on the side oh, no. and sort of drops down. I and I'm like, that. I think I can do it because you can be, like, right over and it's a proper path. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, all the names with these places, they like Rocky Knob Trail. Oh. The bit up to Scout Lookout is called the Walter Wiggles. <laughs> that does just sound dodgy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but um, where was I? Um, yeah, they got to that sort of lookout, lookout yeah, about midday. Okay. And then carried on along the ridge for, like, into the afternoon. Oh. At times, like, more rock climbing than walking. Right. No. Yeah. No. And they still had, like, their full packs on, because obviously they had all their camping gear that they'd been planning to leave at the campsite. No. So it's like, how the fuck? No. Yeah. This is just, no. I know. I'm, like, looking at stuff with our honeymoon, thinking, like, God, it looks awful without me thinking that we'll have bags. I'm yeah, like, you'll just be leaving that stuff in the car. Yeah, and, like, at whatever, like, hotel or Airbnb or whatever we're staying at. I told you about Molly. She's um, in Montana at the moment. Mm, like, all those pictures. Moose, like, was angry. Yeah. But she went up um, onto this, like, mountain hill bit, and she had she was actually hiding, like, under a ledge of rock during a storm, waiting for the storm to pass to oh come down. Oh, my God. And she sent me a message, and she was just like, we may die up here. And then there's no more messages. Great. Until, like, an hour or two later, she's her in her car going, we're alive. Thank Don't God. that to me, Molly. Jesus. Wow. Love you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we are not taking risks when they're there. Not with, like... On National Park After Dark, they were like, oh, you know, two people a week die in national parks. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, great. No. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I laugh, but then obviously we're going to, like, national parks in Costa yep, Rica. Exactly, yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm not laughing at people dying. I'm no, just like, the yeah, kind horrific, of... but just the, like... That's, it's oh, nervous laughter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, like the canyon in um yosemite that i'm just i said to troy already i was like we're not going into that cursed canyon no No way no cursed canyons nope (laughs) um 
But yeah, it was kind of rough going, but, you know, they had really lovely views and they made it back down onto the main trail. So uh, they, they got off um, the rocky knob. knob. Yeah, cool. Oh, I think, they're, I think they might still be sort of on it, but looping back. Yeah, okay. They're still on the knob. They're still on the rocky knob. <laughs> yeah. Um, it wasn't late, but Claudia especially was really tired now um, and she was starting to feel really lightheaded. Uh, it was before they'd planned to stop in terms of their position on the trail. Yeah. But Rebecca just like instantly said they'd stop where they were and just have a rest and some food. Yeah. Yeah. And that made Claudia just feel really like well cared for Loved and like, it. yeah. And it's just like, oh, after. that's so nice. That's what you need from a partner. Yeah. Not, Not just somebody. Like, for fuck's sake, we need to get going. We said we wouldn't stop. Or... Yeah, exactly. Oh. Um, yeah. But after that, they carried on again, uh, still sometimes talking about like the weird guy. But they felt that by now it's been like hours. They're He's definitely not lost him. Yeah. yeah, they were heading west now, and they neared a stream where they began looking for a good spot to camp. I wonder if they did come off of knob, the rocky mm. knob, and he's that homophobic that he like literally wouldn't do the name that pipe yeah. because oh, it's called knob. I can't be on a knob. Oh my god, I bet. I bet he yeah. was. He yeah, just waited for them to get off of the knob before. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Um, I hate him already. I know. You should. Um, but yeah, they were looking for a place to camp by this stream. Um, they weren't managing to find anywhere. There was loads of, like, undergrowth. Um, they went through then, like, an opening in the undergrowth. Okay. And came to a small campsite. Aww. But then had another small trail which led back to the stream. And it was just, like, this beautiful... lovely. Yeah, secluded, like, idyllic spot. Oh. Just like perfect, for, like just and being just, undisturbed. Like, through this little bit of the undergrowth, this yeah, is so magical. I know they did say like it was just. It felt like it was like made for them. Oh. Like no, um, Claudia also remembers perfectly saying the exact words: "We're off the trail. There's no way he can find us." No. Yep. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, but anyone who thinks that they've got the fucking right to ruin someone's life like that like people are just having this perfect magical life they're meant to be and then you come and you fucking ruin all yeah that. just because you've got a problem with something in their life that does not affect when you're you. never gonna fucking see them again so yeah at the campsite you never would have had to yeah, give them a second exactly. fucking thought yeah like that's the thing it's not like they're saying oh you've got to become gay or whatever mm. that you've got a fucking yep. problem with which you shouldn't anyway mm-hmm yeah oh so yeah, they were still feeling a bit wary, but like not in any genuine way. Yeah. Just enough to feel relieved that they weren't somewhere that anyone should find them. Yeah, yeah but so yeah, that wasn't going to be the case because the man knew exactly where they were going to be. That's horrific that he somehow mm-hmm. managed to keep yep. track of them yeah. without them knowing. Oh yeah, they like Claudia kind of thinks he must have not followed them, but like was looking at his own map and like kind of figuring out where he reckoned they were going to come back oh. out and where it was likely they'd stop and stuff. That's horrific. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, as he seriously have nothing fucking better to do with his I life. know. Clearly not. He is the kind of person who goes into the woods because he's, he's got, got nothing better. nothing going on in yeah, his life. Yeah, he has no life. Um, yeah, as the day had gone on, this was kind of a cute thing. Rebecca and Claudia had been, like, for some reason you did. Just how you do, you have random conversations yep. sometimes. Having, like, an ongoing conversation about moss. Yes. <laughs> I know. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and they were, like, debating whether 
like there existed any patches of moss like big enough for a human to lie on kind of like a bed <laughs> um and it was just one of those weird coincidences again where everything feels perfect Don't know, there was a patch of moss yeah. big enough for them to lie yeah. on in the campsite was a huge patch of like moss like plant that yeah. is heartbreaking yeah it is I'm like, sorry their life is like literally meant to be and yeah. then he comes and shits all over it yeah exactly it's just like that's one of those things that you just would happen and you'd just be so like oh my god can you imagine like if he hadn't been so yeah. fucking cunt, this weekend like yeah. when they're looking back on it being old and just like yeah. telling like exactly. people about yeah. it and they're like oh you know this happened and that you'd and never you'd... believe it but yeah I know it, I this case him. is so heartbreaking um, it was only about 4pm at this point, so... How moss grew on him? <laughs> Just, like, everywhere, like, down his throat. And yeah. Under his arms, so it's always itchy mm-hmm. and filled with bugs. And... Yeah, over his eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was only four. They didn't bother setting up the tent yet, because it was going to be light, obviously, for a while. It's May. Oh, yeah. Um, and the day was still really warm. Yeah, so they were just chilling out together again. Um, they made some high vitamin C iced tea uh, because Rebecca was getting a sore throat. Okay, that's very conscientious. I know it is. Yeah, they're like really. How do they even have stuff with them to make high? Yeah, vitamin like C just tea? in case. Yeah, I know. I feel so unprepared now as a person just yeah. for life. <laughs> um, they were treating all the water as well um, that they were gathering. Just in case it wasn't good to drink. Yeah, I get what you mean. <laughs> what do you like? just went to, like, they're treating each other, they're treating the water. <laughs> <laughs> treating it to some high vitamin C. <laughs> um, they are so sensible. Though. I know, yeah. They boiled, like, all the water on their camping stove before pouring it into a canteen and lodging it in the stream to cool down. Aww. But yeah, Rebecca, apparently she hiked a lot. Yeah. So I suppose as well in like those national parks in like America mm. where the whole sort of environment is so different from what we have here. Like you have to take it more seriously than we yeah. do over here. You have to be a lot more prepared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the canteen was Anne's daughter Satya's. Aww. And it tasted kind of funny, like Kool-Aid apparently. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> but um, afterwards, Claudia kind of asked her about it. And apparently Satya had used it on camping trips to make bug juice. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh no, it's not like with actual insects. Oh, okay. No, because I was like, what the fuck is bug juice? I thought, yeah, like she was making juice from different bugs. <laughs> no. <laughs> I looked it up and apparently it's like, it was an actual soft drink that got discontinued. Oh. But you can make it yourself where you mix like Kool-Aid powder yeah. with sugar, water and then melt like gummy worms into it. Okay. So, yeah. That so, sounds like you'd be bouncing so... off the walls. God, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that sounded so... weird, but it's such a British reaction, isn't it, to bug water? But... Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> oh. But yeah, after having the iced tea, the women like laid out their tent fly, which I assumed was the ground sheet, but apparently it's like the tent outer layer. Oh, okay. Yeah, on top of that really big patch of moss, so they could lie on it because the moss was really wet. But with the fly sheet on it, it was just, like, really lovely and cool to lie on. I know. So, just adorable. Yep. And they just, like, stretched out on it to rest and cuddle and talk. They must have just felt like life was perfect. Yep. 
I know. Yeah, they had some chocolate to nibble on, and then they started like making out because you know they're out, wouldn't you? Yeah, (laughs) and it was just this gorgeous like late afternoon, early evening in the sunlight by a stream out in nature together. Yeah, Claudia remembers at one point they like rolled up inside the tent to keep like the bugs off them. <laughs> yeah. And they were just kissing and getting like kind of sexual with each other. Risky. Yeah. I there was lots of kissing and I guess, you know, what you could call like heavy petting <laughs> if you're being like really <laughs> That's like, such a British yeah, word. I it's know. Like, no, we can't say sexual stuff. It's, it's heavy petting here. <laughs> but yeah, they were still being just kinda of, like playful. Yeah. And chilled out. Um, Claudia remembers... They weren't going at it animalistically. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Claudia remembers Rebecca, like, telling her to take her shorts off. But, like, they weren't naked and they were no. not having sex. Because newspapers, I guess, leaning into a homophobic kind oh, of scandalous so, slant, yeah. reported that they were having, like, full-on sex at this point. Kind of almost like, oh, well, they brought it on themselves. What did they expect doing? Gay stuff in the yeah, open. Yeah, in the open, where anyone could see. Think of the children. Yeah. If you see it and don't like it, don't look. Exactly. <laughs> like, but Claudia, yeah, she's very, very definite that they were not. Like, yeah. she had on most of her clothes, and Rebecca was, to- like, fully dressed. Yeah. So... Yeah, they were kissing. Well, you know what conservative people can be like. Like, that's under the covers, still partially clothed. That's lights true. Off, yeah, that's probably. true. Yeah, you should only have sex if you want a child. Exactly. Like, yeah. Or if the man wants it. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, they were kissing, fooling around, and Rebecca suggested setting up the tent so they could get serious about this. <laughs> I <laughs> no. love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but Claudia was still enjoying being outside. So she said uh, to stay out there. And then, just like that, her arm exploded. Shit! Yup. Everything. Well, that's just completely come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just this beautiful, idyllic day, and then just like that, it's it just like, bang. Yeah. Fuck! Yeah, and everything in Claudia and Rebecca's world exploded with it. Um, Claudia was shell-shocked and, like, disoriented. Yeah. She says her mind went straight to, like, natural disasters, like an earthquake. Yeah, but all she could then think was about, like, earthquakes and volcanoes don't make you bleed. Yeah. So the fly sheet was, like, sprayed with red blood now. Yeah. Ugh. And it was only when Rebecca shouted, where did you get shot, Claudia, that she realised what Rebecca already had and that she had been shot by somebody. Yeah. And within the next 30 seconds, Claudia was hit another three times. Jesus. Yup. Yeah. And apparently the women just, like, stared at each other before both saying, he came back. Ugh. Yup. It's just so senseless. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I know. They're just, like, they've even gone out of their way, which they shouldn't have to, to be alone and, like, isolated. Yeah. Um... The man from the trail was instantly in their minds, and Claudia was just screaming over and over. Just a piece of shit. Mm Mm-hmm. And in amongst her screams, she also remembers shouting stop and enough, but obviously the man did not listen. Instead, he shot Claudia in the neck, and then then again, this time in her face. Oh my god. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Rebecca told Claudia to get down, but she couldn't get low enough to be out of the trajectory. She was shot in the head. Yeah. And at this point, Rebecca, who was still unhurt, 
because Claudia was kind of like taking the brunt. Yeah, she was sort of in front of her. Um, she told Claudia to run to a nearby tree for cover, which Claudia did. She got up and ran, but in the process, that now left Rebecca in the line of fire. Yeah. So, So Rebecca went to run for the safety of the tree, and the gun blasted once and twice more, hitting Rebecca both times. And then a third shot missed both of them. So eight shots overall, like the title of the book, eight bullets yep so i thought i was gonna get through this bit without like crying Mm just don't get why you wouldn't just move on with your life yeah like you've given them a hell of a lot more thought than if you just fucking walked the other way and got i know it's like you're why are you so obsessed with this yeah like yeah but yeah somehow both women still made it behind the tree yeah, and Claudia was just, like, babbling in terror, trying to ask Rebecca what to do. But Rebecca wasn't responding. Oh. Yeah, after a while, Rebecca echoed Claudia's questioning, saying, what are we going to do? But then she followed this up with, like, the really practical order to Claudia, stop the bleeding. Um, and, like, she's just so practical. Like, yeah. this, and this, like, cut through the mist of like terror in claudia's mind and she snapped You've got something to do yeah she snapped back to reality and it yeah like anchored her and switched her into survival mode yeah. um but oh i'm not gonna be able to make this without crying stop the bleeding was the last thing rebecca said with oh, any degree god. of clarity yeah oh and oh my god i'm going claudia sees these words as like her giving up the role of protector to her oh um oh sorry guys so now rebecca was just like slumped by the tree um seeming to have pretty much resigned herself to them dying um yeah emotionally claudia felt that rebecca just wanted to give in and for claudia to give in with her and just for them to just lie down and comfort each other and die (laughs) but claudia wouldn't give in um they were behind the tree for what felt like years, but was maybe all of ten minutes. So he didn't follow them beyond that No. Point. Claudia summoned up the courage to venture out from their refuge, and thankfully no hail of bullets descended it's on her. so fucking pathetic yeah. of him. So he's gone and he's done that. He's been yep. such an obsession for mm-hmm. his throughout the whole fucking day. And then he goes and does that, and it's just like, well, okay, that's yep, done. Yeah, he, he, by this point he'd left. Yeah. Why the fuck did you not just leave mm. in the first place, yeah. you fucking I know. evil demon person? Yep. But also, like you found out later on, he had 25 more rounds of bullets. Fucking yeah. hell. So if he had followed them, he would have mm-hmm. finished yep. them off. Yep. It's just weird <sighs> that he just stops then at that point. I know. Like, you got bored. Like, I don't know. Like, such an obsession of his. Mm. And then he just... Yeah. I'm assuming he just thought they were dead. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after shooting Claudia in the face and neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she got shot five times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Claudia came out expecting to be shot at any moment and wasn't, that's, thank God. That, I can't imagine how terrifying that's got mm-hmm. to be to break yeah. cover like that. Yep. Um, her neck was bleeding heavily, so she got, like, this white towel that they had and held it tightly, like, round her neck. <sighs> Yeah, and then she also held a shirt against Rebecca's back where one of the bullets had hit her. 
Yeah. At this point, Claudia felt like a really sudden bolt of positivity. Like she felt certain now that she was going to live. And with that, felt certain that Rebecca was going to as well. And she was trying to convince Rebecca that they could walk out of the trail for help. So she fetched their shoes. But when she put them down next to her, Rebecca couldn't even see them. Because her vision was like graying out um, from loss of blood. Yeah. Uh, And Claudia could feel her slipping away. Um, Claudia was panicking and she tried to lift Rebecca, but she couldn't manage to. Uh, Rebecca attempted to walk, but by now she couldn't stand. And her breath just like wheezed out as she fell to the ground. And she was moaning that her back hurt. Um, Claudia briefly considered trying to cut the bullet out. Yeah. But thank God she didn't try. Because she later found out that this bullet had travelled so far into her body through her liver, shattering it that it had lodged under her sternum. Yeah. So you think she was shot yeah. less, but sh- yeah. a lot more injured than Yeah, Claudia. she was later told that even if she had been shot on a medical, like, operating table, she wouldn't have been able to live. Yeah, and I mean, the other... As horrific as it is, uh, uh, hopefully that at least stopped Claudia thinking that... If only she could have yeah. done something. Exactly. Yeah. And the other bullet had fractured uh, Rebecca's skull. So, yeah. Um, Claudia lay her down and just, like, remembers her eyes rolling back and that she'd gone super pale. Um, It's horrible. She attempted mouth to mouth, but she wasn't sure exactly how to do it. Um, And, yeah, it wouldn't have made a difference. But at this point, Claudia was faced with two choices. Stay in the clearing whilst they both slowly bled to death or leave Rebecca there and set off for help by herself. The first option was a death sentence and impossible to choose, but the latter choice was agonising. Uh, Rebecca didn't want to be left alone, um, but Claudia had to go for help. How would you? Yeah, like just leave them. Like you have to, but how? Yeah, just knowing just that you're taking those steps. Yeah, oh. and knowing that they're then alone there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Suddenly, her hopeful vision of them both leaving and getting help was replaced by the terrifying and painful realisation that it would be a solitary hike out of the trail. Um, If indeed she could get out. Uh, Rebecca told Claudia to get her wallet out of Rebecca's shirt and to get the map as well. She was, like, really fussing and, like, fretting over her. Um, And everything took Claudia, like, several attempts to find because her brain just wasn't processing. Um, wallet, map, torch, jumper for Claudia. And then she realised if I want a jumper, Rebecca must be cold. So she got oh, her, her. I know. So she got Rebecca's sleeping bag to keep her warm. Aww. Yeah. And once those things were sorted, Claudia was faced with the actual moment of separation. Um, by now, Rebecca could no longer speak. And Claudia was so stressed that she didn't manage to give a proper goodbye. Um, it was the single hardest decision she says that she's ever had to make in her life. No shit. Yeah, but she was still petrified that the man was somewhere nearby waiting. Yeah. So she forced herself to walk back down the path away from the stream and away from Rebecca into the waning evening in search of rescue. And that is where we're going to have to take a break because 
it's yeah this is already a three-parter can you say i do heavy ones i know fuck me <laughs> we're both just in tears like it's like, horrible being points where you've been reading that one i'm just like i'm glad i'm not i could not speak right now yeah it's fuck. just you just well i cannot imagine it's just it so senseless as well mm-hmm. just like yeah, the fact that he followed them. He didn't have... Why? He didn't have to follow them. And then he just stops and mm. walks away. Yeah. Why not just do that to begin mm. with? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that is the end of part one about Claudia Brenner and Rebecca White. Do we have to come back for the other two <laughs> parts? Like, do we have to? Yeah, unfortunately. I don't think we want to leave it here at the same time. So, yeah, the second part will be about Claudia going in search of help in that sort of journey. And then part three will focus on the trial. Jesus. So, yeah. Um, sorry, guys. You're doing solo recordings of those ones. <laughs> I cannot deal. No. I wasn't expecting to be spending most of this episode in tears, but now thinking about it, I don't know why I thought I wouldn't. No. So, yeah. I wasn't expecting it to, like, send you into tears. No, no. <laughs> Normally you're the stoic one. I know, it's just like those two and how perfect their lives is and they found yeah. each other and the adversity and how, like, made for each other mm. they were and the moss and the sleeping bags and it's just It's just like, beautiful holiday they yeah. were having. And, and it just reminds me of, like all the shit I've gone through and then finding and meeting Josh and then like oh, it just makes me think of all that and it's yep. horrible yeah and then they should have had a long happy bloody life together and those stories should have been lovely stories to tell people and mm-hmm. look back on and yeah it's just like you say the senseless devastation of their lives by somebody who isn't worth like shit exactly right because if you're going to treat people like that, you aren't. You're not. You, you shouldn't be fucking yeah. classed as a person. No. He's a fucking human sack as well. <laughs> exactly. He's just sack. like Lawrence, what's I it? I can't believe that Lawrence Singleton, mm-hmm. that I've done a case with a human fucking sack of rubbish and yeah. the senselessness of that. Mm-hmm. And then you've picked one that is like just There's similarities. So devastating too. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a rough month for you guys listening. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a yeah. rough month for us recording. Yeah. I'm not coming back from Malta. I just stay out there. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I've got to come back to. I'm just making a new life. Yep. <laughs> oh, but anyway, we'll let you go dry your eyes. We're going to do the same. Please go and find something to take your mind yes. off of it. Go do something nice. Self-care. Yeah, go for a, uh, like, bath. Go, like, make something really tasty for dinner. I don't know. Yeah, but just... something just uplifting. Yeah. I'm going to go out and listen to a music festival yeah. now. So I am going bouldering uh, in <laughs> Norwich. So, <Woo>. yeah. <laughs> um, All right. And we will hopefully see you next week. Yeah, please join us. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, you've been listening to The, the Weird, Weird Sisters. Sisters. Thanks for giving us a listen. Um, hopefully you're enjoying it and will give us a like, a share and yeah. Yeah, a review tell your friends please tell please please yeah <laughs> anything to help us out um and if you do want to get in contact with us you can reach us at the weird sisters podcast at gmail.com that is weird with a y as we have said before <laughs> w-y-r-d why you ask 
We don't know. <laughs> well, you should because you are English masters. Yes. Um, <laughs> you can also get us at Facebook, which is at the Weird Sisters Podcast. Again, W Y R D. <laughs> and Instagram as well, which is surprisingly the Weird Sisters Podcast. Yeah. W Y R D also. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, we would love to hear from you. Any sort of suggestions, comments? Just want to chat. We're yeah. here for you. Awesome. Hope to hear from you soon, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye.